Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver. I'm a podcaster, a YouTuber, an actor, an improviser, and currently on a kick of reading articles about wrestling that explain wrestling and wrestlers. It's very odd. It's a very odd thing that I've been exposed to lately, and I and I read it. I read one that existed a little while back from Vice talking about uh from the New Day and explaining the New Day, and it was <laughs> just funny to read. Like, yeah, so these three black guys were uh, fighting the system because wrestling is so racist. So these th- uh, these three black guys w- weren't being black guys; they were being guys, and redefined what being black guys were. It was a very interesting read. So I'm on a kick of stuff like that. Hearing it being explained to average Joe who doesn't watch wrestling. Well, average Joe probably doesn't listen to this podcast. Because on this podcast, a little bit more obsessed with wrestling. That's right. Willow's the greatest thing ever. All right. He's not the greatest. He's one of the greatest things ever. I love Willow. Uh, Yeah, Black Friday came and went. Uh, Thanksgiving came and went. And I figured out how to this uh, this whole technical thing works a little bit better. So the thing that was hanging up last week uh, about this new fancy technical setup here uh, was quite simply the mixer. Learning terms here, the Tascam, the Tascam mixer here. <laughs> I was very confused. I'm like this, this fucking thing doesn't. This is me. This is me dealing with it last week. This would have been the muttering like this fucking thing doesn't have any fucking lights on. What's the fucking point? Aren't Nothing fucking lights up on it. I'm pushing everything and plug it. I unplugged it, plugged back in. Where's it? I don't see a fucking switch. There's no goddamn. Where's the gun? There's nothing fucking light up on this thing. I mean, what's what's the point? What does this fucking the underneath? No, what the? I don't even fucking need piece of. Sh- what the? Come on, what the fuck? Come on. That's basically what I did. That is also what a woman would hear. Uh, if she had ears everywhere on her body and if I get intimate with her. What the? What is this fucking thing over here? What is it? What is it next to her? Is that a kneecap? What am I What am I dealing with here? Can't be a kneecap in this area. What is it? What is it? Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, is that? Is that the butthole? Is that? No, wait. What is that? Nope. Oh, that was her mouth. Oh, I'm... Hi. I'm sorry. Hi. Sorry. Oh, oh you're leaving? Oh, the lights are on. Oh, shit. So... Basically the same thing. Audio and women, same thing. Don't know what I'm doing. Clear as day, but I know my wrestling. I know my wrestling because it's always there for me and is always fluctuating. So the sales came and went, Cyber Monday, Black Friday. Did you get anything? Did you get anything for yourself? Did you get something for somebody else? Well, I know there were those Black Friday uh, sales for Pro Wrestling Tees. So if you missed out, hey, they're still available in case you wanted to get you some On Your Mark Show shirts. Or some wrestling compadre slam cash shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working on curtain jerk shirts. Always and still and forever. I'm just, you know, I'm not a drawer. And, uh, you know, still working on logos and stuff. So, still working on rebranding the show and, and, and launching it with some exciting stuff. And maybe you'll want to be a part of that. So, something I'm always working on. Uh, but I partook in some of the sales. I didn't do WWE. I did some pro wrestling tea stuff. Because it's always fun and weird, cool stuff. And then I also did, uh, I looked at TNA's site extensively, uh, whatever it is now. That Man, that website on TNA, it is sad. It is a sad website. They removed the roster section. 
They removed so much stuff, it's so bare bones, and the and the shop part of it, it's it's still pretty much the same as it was. It's not anything spectacular. It works. You can find whatever it is that you're looking for if it's still available. So there's weird stuff like if you go into the toys, you go into the figures, and you go like, all right, what figures you got? What toys you got? And there's some sections where that presents like, hey, we got we got like ten different things you can choose from amongst the figures. Then when you actually look. They got like four figures and two of them are the Dixie Carter figure, which I already have. So why would I buy it again? The autograph? I got a picture with her. That's my autograph. Um, so it sucks. I like the figures. And right now they got to get somebody. They got to get a Jack specific. They got to get us, you know, somebody making these figures. Of the Hardys, they gotta get a brother Nero. They gotta get a senior Benjamin. They can make a whole playset. They could sell them individually and as an entire playset with Broken Matt Hardy, Rabby, King Maxwell, Vanguard One, the entire lineup of everybody. And then you could sell DK on top of that to create, to recreate all the stuff. Like it could be a whole thing. I envisioned the whole Saturday morning cartoon. Of like, oh yeah, I got the Hardys, yeah. Oh, here comes Decay. Go into the Lake of Reincarnation, you bastards. Yay, they drowned. You know, you take some artistic license if you're a child. They gotta get on this. This has to happen. They're always turning out shirts, and lately the shirts have gotten better. They had a line of shirts with Decay, which was a shirt I got. I got the Decay shirt because I thought, hey, I've been throwing the Hardys money like crazy, and it's not gonna stop. But I need to give some, you know, spread it out a little bit. Give it to some other members of the TNA roster that could use a couple of bucks because I like their work. So I bought that. And then they also have these um, these uh, brown bag and blue bag specials, which used to include, figure, <laughs> include, include figures in there. But that doesn't happen anymore because they're like, hey, we got three figures and we're selling the Dixie Carter one at full pop. So you got to pay for that shit because uh, she needs the money. Uh and these uh, like come with t-shirts and, and, and DVDs. So I thought, you know, Hey, why not? They still have all their stuff digitally on the, on, on a network or on YouTube or anything like that. So, uh, get some stuff. Why not? You got a couple of bucks and they were, they were on sale. I tell you what, they were on sale. So more goofy shirts to wear and YouTube videos and after buzz and uh, Fox sports and all that. So, uh, you know, and maybe in the future, some curtain jerks related videos. Who's to say? Who's to say? Just got to get more savvy. With the, what was the camera? Okay, I get the camera. I was going to do some sort of video. How do you, where's the fucking, where's the red button on here? Oh, oh, that's a vagina. Hi. Oh, you're back? Oh, you left your purse. I'm sorry. I seem to have prodded your vagina. Oh, you're not sorry. Oh. Oh, that's wow! You got a restraining order very quickly. So, great news this holiday season: Matt Hardy is broken again. He had lost his uh, brokenness. He had he lost his memory. He took a nasty spill, hit his head on the concrete, and had forgotten everything. But all is well. On the last episode of Impact Wrestling, that uh, was the uh, Thanksgiving episode. Uh, he it's it's back. The seven deities struck him with lightning and all has resumed all is well in the world again it was a scary time because i i just didn't know what was gonna happen it was funny vignettes of him not knowing and getting the names wrong and doing all that stuff but man my my 
my junky side of me is like, don't, ah, like, don't put uh, vitamins in my crack cocaine. I need my crack cocaine as it is. Like, don't make it healthy for me. Like, don't change up the formula. Don't make, uh, don't, don't make a low sodium tasty treat of something. Like, don't, don't try and make it healthier. Let me have, let me have my wonderful, wonderful garbage. And, oh, it was so good. It's so good that he's broken again. I'm so excited. What's going to happen in the new year with TNA? I don't know. Eli Drake can't talk for the rest of the year. He lost his stipulation for uh, the potential number one contendership. But now he's going to be, uh, he can't speak. Man can't speak. It's crazy. So that's been fun. Uh, what's not been fun on another show, in, in my humble opinion, is uh, Enzo Amore. All the more reason I'm hating this guy. I don't, I don't. I know people love him, and I am not tweeting about it all that much. I'm I'm just doing sparsely because people love it, and that's fine. Love Enzo Amore, love him to death, cheer him, do everything you want. I'm gonna boo him, call him a pile of trash. That's what I'm gonna keep doing. He's not for the education of America. Thinks you can't be taught, and then on top of that, he's a terrible speller. Doesn't even know how to spell soft. He's he's an idiot. All right, let's just face it. And then. Uh, recently we had him being naked on television. He was locked outside the locker room because I don't know. I I don't understand. I'm, I'm here. I can, I can totally take the broken Matt Hardy situation and go, it all makes sense to me. I get it. This all makes sense. Do you have 30,000 cameramen following you around and it's weird. And I buy the reality. Enzo locked outside of the locker room, completely naked, because of Big Cass's actions. Well, I don't know what he was doing to be naked in the locker room to go, you know what? I'm going to step outside real quick. And then the door shuts and then Cass is not letting him in. I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense. And then the cameraman is filming him from shoulders up and then goes, you know what? I'm going to get a scoop. I'm always backstage. I'm always in the locker rooms. And I'm filming the guys, and they're already dressed. I'm not getting any dick shots. You know, it's live TV. SmackDown's live, too. You know, and now I'm starting to go into the women's locker room more, and they don't seem to mind. Just a male cameraman going into the women's locker room. Now, Scott is talking again now. This is not the cameraman. I know I'm being very presumptuous in this almost Trump America. How dare you assume that it's a male cameraman doing this? Have you ever seen a female cameraman in WWE? Thank you. Okay, so back to the cameraman. So, uh, yeah, I'm even going in there, but I'm not getting any bad shots, and I'm not getting any dick shots. I'm going to get an exclusive here on Raw, and I'm going to get me some Enzo Amore dong. That's right. I'm going to zoom out and shoot that man's dong. There it is. Yeah, I, oh, Vince McMahon's going to be so happy with this. Oh, turned around, got got some ass. Got some of that ass. Yeah, I'm just going to keep filming. Guys in the truck can do all they want. They can immediately throw out a pixelation on there. Like, that's a thing that can happen. No. So, yeah, I'm just going to film this. I'm going to follow them around, and they're going to love it. You know, never mind when The Undertaker comes back, and there's I'm taking a, a shot of his hat. And then a hand comes into frame. Am I going to zoom out and shoot the Undertaker? Nah, you've seen him. But Enzo Amore's dick? Yeah, I'm going to film that. Yes, sirree. And then I'm going to film him harassing Lana. Yeah, let's do that. And he's hitting on Lana. And Enzo is, is, you know, saying that she wants him. Saying that she wants him. 
What a piece of shit. <laughs> what, what, what a scumbag. You know, there's Rusev and Lana happily married. This is my older age. I'm, I'm really showing it. And my heartbrokenness <laughs> from times. So it's like, fuck off, man. Don't be some scumbag going up and hitting on a girl naked. Rusev's a lucky guy. You know, he's always looking out for her. And there's this dickwad showing up and being all slimy and just standing in front of her, hitting on her. And then he goes and tries to say it even more on this past week's Raw and saying that she wants him. And Rusev just kicks him right in the dick. Good for Rusev. I like Rusev even more now. I always kind of liked Rusev. I thought he was funny for all the wrong reasons. And then he got to be funny, legitly, when he was mad with Lana, calling her a stupid woman cow. I'm sure with love and affection. And then now he's being great. Standing up for his lady and kicking these scumbags hitting on a married woman right in the dick. I like that. I'm a fan of Rusev officially. It is happening. Enzo Amore, you're a scumbag piece of shit. How dare you? Married couple. Back off. Back off, man. And another thing I got a little bit of gripe about. Seamus and Cesaro. Okay. I loved the best of seven feud. I thought that was great. I thought it was a really cool idea to team them together. And this was one of those things where Mick kind of pointed out on raw, like, Hey, these are, these are two really great top superstars and you guys need something. You need something to bring it out of you. And this seemed like this would be a good way of going about it. Now, Seamus, I feel has been doing a really good job. He's been committed. He's been into it and he's doing, he's, he's playing all the right moves. Cesaro, you know, I'm getting this vibe from this guy that, you know, Vince had said on the Stone Cold podcast a long time ago, like, ah, the millennials and like, I don't see it in Cesaro. I always liked Cesaro. I always thought it was interesting. I always thought he was a good wrestler. He wasn't that next level thing yet. He is a good character. He is a good thing. Like he's across the board. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's nothing um, in terms of wrestling characters. He's nothing bigger than life. I think that's what it is. He's nothing bigger than life. It's like, okay, now now you can go find it. Daniel Bryan used to be that way. I mean, or Bryan Danielson, if you want to be that. <laughs> like, uh, well, originally his name was, yeah, 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 I get it. But fuck it. His name's Daniel Bryan, all right? <laughs> that's where the paycheck's coming. That's what his name is. So he found that in his run of WWE that made him bigger than life, that made him a huge sensation. Cesaro has not found that. I don't know if Cesaro is trying to find that because in these vignettes, the one with the bar fight, this bullshit bar fight that happened where they're in this, you know, studio or I guess it was a bar where they built a phony wall in there. So they fight and it's just filled with indie wrestlers. It's just not filled with any people at all. They didn't get any local bikers. They didn't get some trashy ladies like they got no diversity. It's just a bunch of young 20 year olds. That you, it just reeks of, you're all fucking local indie wrestlers, which is cool. Throw them in there, sure. Get them paid, get them on TV. But man, this was just so phony and fake. And they're breaking all this fake stuff that doesn't doesn't have any value. It's not like when the APA went to Tim White's bar or any of the other bars they went to. And there were some wrestlers they fought, sure. But they didn't look like your average wrestlers. They just look like the indie guys that have been wrestling for 20 years that just weren't ever going to get signed because they had like goiters hanging all over them. These guys, they would 
fuck that bar up. They would just tear it apart. And it would be stuff like, hey, uh, guys, so if you could just avoid everything on this wall and uh, be sure not to uh, touch the billiard table and the lights above it. All right. Well, uh, turns out you broke everything. And WWE probably went like, hey, here's a bunch of money. Get new shit. It's fine. It, it looks cooler that way. This looks staged and phony and bullshit. And they were doing a fight with Seamus and Cesaro. And I wasn't buying it. I wasn't into it because it felt so phony and fake. And then they had that wall where they threw one of the guys through to expose the other side of the bar where I guess people were. Or, like I said, it was a studio. I'm not sure. The shot was so fast. And then the cameraman strays away from it. And then one of the extras is holding up that wall to make sure the rest of it doesn't fall down. It it was so corny and, and stupid. And then I was like, all right, well, at least Seamus and Cesaro are playing off each other and doing stuff. So... Cesaro goes up to the bar and says, you know what? I'll take a Guinness. Seamus is all excited and hands him a pre-poured Guinness. Because, you know, why Why actually take the time to pour it? And Seamus holds up his. Cesaro holds up his. Seamus takes a swig. Cesaro is remaining to hold his up and hold his up and holding it up and holding it up and still holding it and doesn't drink it. I'm not a drinker. Cesaro is, <laughs> you know, don't do the thing. If you're not going to play along, if at least get just something else, get apple juice with dye in it. I don't know what's going to make it look like a Guinness for God's sakes, but participate, get involved. When you do that, Cesaro, that tells me that you're not playing along. You're not getting in it. You're not committing to the bit. If you're not going to commit to the bit, well, then it's shit and then it all fails. And I'm just like, well, no wonder if this is the effort I'm seeing, then yeah, it's, you're not ringing with the fans. You don't, you're, you're not ringing with me as much. Seamus, I'm on board. I'm liking this, but Cesaro, what do you expect, man? If things aren't going your way, fucking slam that Guinness. You want to make some TV moments? You fucking slam that Guinness and go like, all right. And then headbutt Seamus and go like, yeah, do something crazy. You know, I don't get it. I don't get it. But another thing that has uh, (laughs) caught my attention that was very, very crazy. Uh, (laughs) I got a lot of tweets about this, which I appreciate the hell out of all of you that that see this and go, well, I got to send that to Scott. Uh, (laughs) That's that that makes me happy. WWE's new animated film, Surf's Up 2, Wave Mania. Featuring the voice talents of John Cena, The Undertaker, Paige, Vince McMahon, and somebody else I'm totally forgetting. Because it's all (laughs) super fucking weird. There's a fifth person in there. Ah, damn it, who is it? It ain't Miz. It ain't, uh, it ain't Rey Mysterio. It's not CM Punk. All right, I'll, I'll look that up as, I, as I'm talking about this. This is just <laughs> weird. Uh, I never saw the first Surf's Up. I was aware of it. I'm, wait, if I'm, memory serves me right, I think it's Shia LaBeouf in it, which that explains why I never saw it. Um, but these these movies that they're doing, you know, they did Flintstones. They did... Uh, they did Scooby-Doo. They're getting involved in the animation game a lot. Fine, great. You know, stuff for kids, stuff for people to enjoy that's a throwback. Do it. Go for it. All about it. What I'm confused by 
is Undertaker famously is not doing interviews. He's, you know, he just, he's the dead man, so he doesn't do any of that shit. Um, when he was biker, do it all the time. Showed up on Jimmy Kimmel Live. That was a, that was some cool shit, I remember. Um, but when he's dead, he doesn't do any of that stuff. But what he does do, <laughs> for some reason, is a whole lot of animation. Triple H was the other one. Just looked it up. Triple H. What? Why? What is... Vince McMahon and Undertaker are not doing interviews. They're not going around. They're not doing press. But they are doing all these animated things. I don't understand. I don't... I, I'm just confused by that. I want to know what's going on in their lives. With like, you know what I really want to do? I want to do more cartoons. It's... I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. The movie... I guess people are expecting me to shit on it. It looks pretty good. You know, since watching, go back in the archives, Steve Sears and I had watched um, Flintstone Stone Age Smackdown, and I thought that was going to be terrible. I thought it was going to be such a heap of shit, and it's good. It It's good. It's It's got some dark parts, and CM Punk and Mark Henry together are really funny. It's not the greatest movie ever, but it's good. I like that one. And some of the other ones, you know, hit, hit and miss. But Surf's Up Two Wave Mania, I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued by it. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't want to watch the one with Shia LaBeouf. I can miss the first one and go, you know what? I'm just in on number two, Wave Mania. So, uh, you know, I, I, I would watch it. I'd do a get jerked. I'd, I'd, you know, find somebody, pull them out of the woodwork, and we'd do one of those. But I'm not gonna buy all these movies. I got a couple already that I want to do some more get jerked episodes. But I don't know. Is it crazy? I think it looks good. I think it looks kind of funny. Uh, I like that in the trailer they released, they don't feature Paige at all. They just show like, and Paige, fuck her. Nah, she's being crazy and hanging out with Alberto Del Rio, making us mad. Ugh. So I, it's it's it looks like it'll actually be a pretty decent movie. I'm shocked to say. But I'm not shocked to say. So uh, there's that. And then I got to mention this. It's huge. It's a big thing going on. The women's championship on Raw. It's this epic battle going back and forth. Some people are saying they're tired of this going back and forth. It's, you know, like, oh, my God, have a champion already. I like the idea of Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks battling back and forth pay-per-views hell in the cell main eventing and the you know they keep beating each other they're that good that on any given night any one of them can win and they had a false can anywhere match that main evented raw in charlotte north carolina the very town that charlotte is named after and charlotte went in as champ and left as a loser and sasha banks was the winner and new champion all right we're talking about it. Woo! And you know that's my time. We're talking about my town, so you know it's my time. Woo! Rick Flair is here. Rick, I was going to introduce you properly uh, because that was the big thing of the week that Rick Flair, you came back to live TV. You were back on Monday Night Raw and you were there and you weren't in the corner of Charlotte. You weren't even in the corner of Sasha, but post-victory, you came out to the ring to Sasha Banks and raised her hand. You know, 
Catch Maria! I came out there tonight. It's Charlotte. And I saw my daughter in the crowd. She had tapped out. She gave up. That's not what a flare does. That is not what a flare does. I thought I was going to be coming out there and celebrating with my daughter all night long. Going and partying and eating muffins. Muffins? Yeah, but sometimes you got to take a break from the booze. That's what the doctors told me, and got to get that bran in. At my age, you got to start thinking about bran and fiber. All right, well, that was a little unexpected right there, I got to say. So I went to the ring and I saw Sasha Banks wearing that title around her shoulder, and I came up to her and I took her hand and I raised it up high. That's, you know, it was a really wonderful moment. It was really admirable to see, and it, that that moment was really touching to me. I wanted to convey that. And I held back the tears, which isn't easy for me because my daughter was there crying and I was in the ring and I had one thing in mind. Oh, what was the one thing you had in mind? That I want to bang Sasha Banks. Woo! I want to bang her all night long. I want to bang her. Woo! I want to bang her. Woo! I want to bang Sasha Banks. Rick, could you stop strutting around the studio, please? Could you get back to the microphone, please? I'm gonna bang Sasabanks. Flare flop. We flopped on the ground. I'm gonna bang her. Woo! And I'm gonna make her one of my future ex-wives. That's right. I gave the stamp of approval on Sasha Banks. That means she owes me. She owes me. She's got one VIP ticket. One fast pass to Space Mountain. Woo! Come on. Come on, baby. We'll ride it. Woo! Come on. Get on up. Yeah. You know, you need a safety bar. You can just ride it on the ride. Uh, Rick, you're, you're strutting around, and uh, I don't know. Now's not the time to eat one of those muffins you had in your robe. Just put put the muffin down. Gonna, gonna need it. Because if Sasha's on top, well, she might not make me stop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there might be a train coming out the backside. <laughs> What? Oh, God, Rick, please, put the muffin down, close your robe. Rick, th- th- is that why you went out there? Is that why you went out and celebrated with Sasha Banks? Is because you just want to bang her, as you put it? Yeah, I'm going to bang her. I'm going to I'm gonna bring a baby with her. I'm going to make another baby that she can fight, that she can fight for the women's championship. That's right. She can have my baby, and then they can go at it. Woo! And then flares are going to take over. You're going to have the hunters. You're going to have the flares. You're going to have the McMahons. You're going to have the Ortons. It's going to be the greatest business the world has ever seen. We're gonna take it over. You're gonna love it. You'll see. Mark my words. All right. Well, Rick, I, I I guess I can't really deny your vision of the future having such a great wrestling lineage taking over. Yeah, and also, 
My penis is gonna go inside of her. Woo! That's right. Space Mountain going inside the boss. You know what I'm talking about. Woo! Ah, Rick, get out of here. Now you're just being crass to be crass. Get out of here. Woo! My penis. Ah, yeah. My penis. My penis. My penis. All right, Ric Flair. You know, the intentions of that guy, sometimes I think they're really sweet and sometimes they're just downright dirty. Although he would probably know how to operate Sasha Banks. He'd probably look down and he'd know what he was doing. He wouldn't have to, you know, just figure out what this thing is. And I don't know, what's the G spot? I don't even understand. Oh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself here. It's a fun week in wrestling, fun stuff going on. And of course, you can catch all the other stuff that I'm working on as well. After Buzz TV, SmackDown Live after show every week. You can check it out on iTunes. You can check it out on YouTube. We have a lot of fun on that show. Recap and SmackDown Live, I think the more uh, dominant and better show on TV uh, between Raw and SmackDown. Uh, also, Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. Hey, you know, we used to talk about that show. It used to be on a big network. Hosted by Phil Ranta, many-time guest of this show. Go check it out in the archives. I guessed it on one of the episodes. That's right. So did The Undertaker. It's coincidence, I assure you. I I was on the episode, and so was The Undertaker. Just saying. Check out Twitter. Check out Facebook for that link. Uh, you can always hit me up on there, too, on uh, Curtain Jerks, on uh, social media, in case you're like, hey, where's that episode at? I want to check it out. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Hey, I, I, I can send it to you. No problem. We don't need to keep yelling hey at each other. On Your Mark, YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. Weekly episodes up on there. More to come as well. There's there's uh, all sorts of great stuff. Predictions videos. We got predictions for TLC up there right now with a major spoiler. Uh, we've also got, uh, you know, there's going to be top 10 videos. And I know season two is being currently shot right now. And I can tell you this. Three episodes in the can. Three episodes. It's pretty exciting. And I can, I'll give you a hint. Any of these guests that are, that are currently in the can for On Your Mark have not been on this show. So figure it out. That's only 90% of the wrestling populace that it could be. That's right. So cool stuff. Subscribe now. YouTube.com slash on your mark show. Also Fox sports presents wrestling compadre slamcast. That's right. <laughs> in a in a fancy building that it says Fox Sports on it, and I'm talking wrestling there and having a good old time, talking in a more professional manner. That's right, leaving all the dick comments out, but I got other comments. You know, I bring other funny to that show, and all the other people on that show bring a lot of great and funny as well. Dale Rutledge, Giant Laquasto, Carlin Baith. That is a fun, great show. Big name guests on there all the time, starting with Stephanie McMahon, working his way up to Adam Cole, baby. Go check that out as well. So much stuff. Thank you for your support. Uh, you know, I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And hey, we got another one coming up. Uh, Hanukkah? Has that happened already? Are we doing Hanukkah? All right, well, let's do Hanukkah. Let's get some candles. Let's light this bitch up and have a good old time. Then we'll get to Christmas, light that bitch up, and then we'll do New Year's and we'll light that bitch up. Right? We're lighting bitches up. Woo! Yeah, I'm gonna light her up. Light her up with my penis. All right, I gotta get out of here. Ric Flair is going crazy. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And as always, enjoy your wrestling, kids. <laughs>